Hello, and welcome to the Pursuit City Church podcast. Our mission is to lead people to know the love of Jesus Christ. Our prayer is that you will feel encouraged as well as challenged through the Word of God. If you need prayer or want to share your story, please send an email to info at PursuitCC.com. Get ready to enjoy this message. God bless. How many of you enjoyed uh, last week when we talked about the temptation of Christ? You remember that? Temptation of Christ. Very interesting stuff. Uh, a very interesting topic. Something that has been discussed greatly. And um, what I want to share with you today, and I think it slipped my mind to give you one of the scriptures, Hagen, because I really need to read John chapter 1. We are in the series called The Gospels, and so we're studying Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And there's a specific way that the book of John describes Jesus. Uh, I'm going to risk saying that my message is not long today. I shall risk it. I shall say that. Uh, We'll see how it goes, because I have no notes. This is one of those messages where I have... No notes. Um, I had a different message prepared, and I still may preach that one maybe next week about the parables, which is what I was intending to preach today, about the parables. And I really felt strongly to go in a different direction. And so I want to share with you something um, that has just been kind of on my heart for a while, and I never really had a good time to share it, but I don't think there's a better time to share it than now, since we're in the Gospels and we're talking all about Jesus. Amen. Uh, This whole season, the holiday season, it's about Jesus. It's not about us. It's about Jesus. Our Thanksgiving time is not about us. It's about giving thanks to the Lord. Christmas is not about us getting and receiving. It's about the fact that we've already received the gift of Jesus Christ and his presence, amen. And so this whole season is about Jesus. In fact, our whole church exists because we're here to lead people to know the love of Jesus. We are here because of him, and we are going to move forward because of him. And the future, we're already planning for next year, been contemplating a lot about 2022. It's even weird to say the words 2022. That just sounds weird. But we're planning for 2022, and it's all about Jesus. Everything. Everything we want to talk about, everything we want to say, everything we want to do, everything we want to share about and pursue, it's all about Jesus. So I find it very fitting to interrupt the original plan of today's message and share with you this. Because this description of Jesus, to me, is by far one of the most important descriptions of Jesus we can ever understand. So I'm going to read a scripture first. It's in John chapter 1. I didn't give you all this because it slipped my mind to give you all this. Um, but I want to read this to you. John chapter 1. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him 
was not anything that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light. Everybody say light. Light. Of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about this light. Everybody say light. That all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, this was he of whom I said, he who comes after me ranks before me because he was before me. For from his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. Man, there's so much here. Before I dive in, I want to pray. And then we're going to dive into what all this means. Lord, we thank you this morning for your presence. I pray that we have ears to hear this morning. We have eyes to see. That our hearts are opened. Our minds are opened. Father, help me communicate this. That it be your words this morning, not my words. That it be your heart that they hear and experience, not mine. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. (laughs) Amen. I kept having you repeat this word light. Why is this important? The word light is extremely important because it talks about how Jesus was the light. In John 8, 12, it says this. Again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. We've all heard the scripture, right? Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So what did Jesus promise you receive when you follow him? Light. Light. Man, someone's paying attention. Come on, Carol. If you follow the light, you will receive the light. You following that? If you follow the light, you will receive the light. You won't walk in darkness. You will have the light of life. So the Pharisee said to him, you are bearing witness about yourself. Your testimony is not true. And so the Pharisees could not understand this. They could not grasp this. They could not believe it. They would not believe that he was the light of the world. Jesus was testifying of himself. And the Pharisees 
dared to say your testimony is not true. How would you like that? You came up here and shared your testimony and someone said your testimony isn't true. That's what religion did. That's what religion does. But Jesus was very clear. If you follow me, you will receive the light. If you follow the light, you will receive the light. This light is very important. And it talks about how Jesus is the light. He came into the world before the world was even here. The Bible says that in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. So who's the word? Jesus is the word. That's right. Jesus is the word. He was there in the beginning. The word existed. The truth existed before we existed. You following me so far? So I want to share something with you. I want you, I want you also to go to Matthew 5.13. Matthew 5.13, it says this. We've all heard this scripture. You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. And then he says in verse 14, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a stand. And it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. How many of you went to Sunday school as a kid and they sang the song, This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Come on. This little light of mine. Hey. I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Got some, oh no, I don't know about all that. I don't know. We, need, we need to do this over. <laughs> we sing about this, but did you know you have light? Where did you get the light? Boom. There's only one place you get light, from the light. Did you know? Jesus called himself the light of the world. We just read that. And then he turns around in Matthew and calls us the light of the world. Hold on. What light we've been singing about since we were kids if we didn't have the light? <laughs> what have we been singing about if we don't believe we are the light? You see, we're comfortable saying he's the light of the world. But how many of you understand what Matthew, he, he shared in Matthew that you are the light too? Hello? Let's dive into this. Let's dive into this. I want to share this and I'm going to get a little technical on you, but that's okay. The word for light in both scriptures and everything we just read it's all the same word it all means this luminousness or luminous to shine or make manifest like rays light rays either literal or figurative a fire or a light 
<laughs> Which one do we want? <laughs> we want all of it. This word means to be luminous, to shine, to radiate. When Jesus says, I am the light of the world, he's saying, I am what gives this world warmth. I am what radiates across this planet. I shine up the darkness. Darkness has to go. And then he turns around and says, you are the light of the world. You are the radiance. You are what lights up this planet. You are what keeps it warm. You are what shines away the darkness. See, to me, this is powerful. To me, this is amazing. Because I don't know about you, but I was never taught that I have the same measure of impact that Christ has. I was never taught that I have that same light, that same fire. I was taught I had a light. I wasn't taught that I had the light. Right? We were taught that we had a light. We needed to shine my little light, you know, protect it. We didn't ever really understand and comprehend that. No, no, no. What we possess is the light itself. The light that we can only get from Christ. Why does this matter? Well, let's look a little further. Let's look deeper. When we look at the word world. So we are the light of the world. He is the light of the world. We are the luminous radiance of the world. What does the word world mean? It's the same word in both situations, both scriptures. And this word means cosmos. This is where they get the idea of our solar system, the cosmos. Follow me this morning. <laughs> this light is not contained only to this place. The same light Christ has that he gives to us literally impacts all of the cosmos. This is everything. This is the world. This is the universe. This is the solar systems. This is the planets we cannot see. This is the stuff they're still finding. The light of the world, the light of the cosmos, this is the light of all light. See, right now, we can turn this light on and off. I can stand here and I'm visible. I step over here. I'm not visible, but when you have the light of Christ, there is no darkness. There is no stepping out of the light. It lights up you, me, the world, the cosmos. It lights it all. And so when I say 
We are here as a church to lead people to know the love of Jesus. What that means is when they encounter him, they receive that light. They receive that radiance. Let's go a little further. Are you ready? I think Carol's ready. Are y'all ready? <laughs> there was one aspect that I didn't harp on too much in my last message when talking about the temptations of Jesus. I, I, I touched on it a little bit, but I didn't go very deep with it, and I want to go there now. And that was when the enemy kept asking Jesus to do stuff by starting off the sentence with, if you are the son of God. He would question what? He would question his identity. He would question who he is. And it's not that the enemy didn't know. He was trying to see, can I get him to not know? Can I get him to question? Can I get him to doubt? Can I... How strong is his mind? How strong is his nature? Can I get him to think twice about who he is for a second? That was the tactic of the enemy. He attacked his identity with every question. He didn't attack his identity on question three. He attacked his identity every step of the way. He was questioning who he was. We just read in, first John, in John chapter 1 that if you have the light of Christ, you have the right to be a child of God. That is your identity. And what this does, when you understand that you have the same light as he does, that you have the same breath that he does... That you light up the same stuff that he does. It helps you understand that you are truly his child. You are not a byproduct. You are not something that's just like added to later. No, my boys, they're so much like me and they're so much like my wife. They are our children. They act like us. They think like us. They talk like us. They're interested in the stuff that we're interested in because they have the same identity because they are my children. And when you understand that you're a child of God, your identity cannot be found anywhere else except in the presence of God. And when you understand that, you begin to figure out what your purpose is on this earth. The number one question people always have is, what is my purpose on the earth? Why am I here? Yes, I'm saved. Yes, I serve God. I love God. He's awesome. I love going to church. But why am I here? You are here to light up the world. That may sound very simple to you, but think about it. Think about it. We all have the same call. We all have the same 
responsibility. We all have the same commission. We studied it a few weeks back on the Great Commission. We are all called to reach out to our neighbor. Some of us do it very, very differently. Some of you have different gifts than the other person next to you. We all approach it differently, but we all have the same function and we all have the same identity. We are children of God. We are the light of the world. If you are still trying to discover your identity outside of that, then what you want is validation from the world, not to impact the world. Okay, I'm going to say it again. If you're still trying to figure out your identity apart from the presence of God, then you're not wanting to impact the world. You're wanting the world to impact you. Man, thank you, Carol. (laughs) We are called to light up the world. We are called to impact our culture. We are not called to let the culture impact us. And I see too many people bowing, bowing and bowing at the gods of this culture. We are called to light up this world. We are called to radiate it, to be luminous, to keep it warm. This is a beautiful thing. This is what Jesus came to do. And he said, if you follow me, if you follow this light, you will receive This light. So let's take it one more step further. And then I'll be done. Look at that. You want to come? He came to his own. Jesus started his ministry with his own people. He started his ministry amongst those that knew him. And most of the people that knew him rejected him because they didn't understand how the little boy that they knew as the carpenter's son was all of a sudden this big deal and possibly the son of God. They couldn't wrap it around their head. They didn't see the light. They didn't recognize the light. So he moved on. And those that never met him before, that didn't have a filter about him, saw it. They saw the light. They saw how he was different. They didn't process his identity through what they knew of him. They processed his identity on what he did to them. And what he did to them was he lit up their life. And so I'm telling you, there's people in your life that you were called to reach. And they may not be the people closest to you, even though you got to start there. Most of the time, those are the people who reject you the fastest. There are some people in your life that you need to go to that you can light up their life. Your identity isn't wrapped up in what this world says about you, what your job title is 
where you live, what your last name is, the color of your skin. That's not your identity. Those are just the appearances, the outward aspects of our lives. Our identity is identified only by if we possess the light or not. So here's that final step. Once you fully embrace the idea that you are the light of the world, because you are, because he said so. Once you fully embrace that idea, your behavior begins to change. Because right now, if, if you think the way that religion teaches you to think, then you think I have to do good in order to be good. And if I was bad last night, I have to fix it today so that God will love me more now because I'm better now, because I fixed it. And so now God loves me again. And because now God loves me again, I can actually make a difference and I can do something. But if, if I don't fix it, then God won't love me and then God won't use me and then I'm not where I need to be. None of that relates to you being the light of the world. That is the treadmill of your mind trying to measure up to a standard that you've set on yourself. And what really should happen is you get so immersed in the light that all the darkness begins to be exposed. And when all the darkness begins to be exposed, you've been, you begin to go here. No, I don't want that. No, I don't, I don't want that either. You start to see yourself. You step into the light. And you go, no, I don't want that either. I don't want that either. It's not about do you measure up. It's, it's about have you been lit up? Are you stepping into the light? Because when you step into the light and you immerse yourself into the light. Oh, that's where that blemish is. Here you go. When you step into the light and you immerse yourself into the presence of God, it's not about how good you can get because you'll never be that good. It's about how lit up you allow yourself to be. How exposed do you allow yourself to get? And once you realize that you're there so that the darkness leaves, then your mind begins to change. And your behaviors begin to follow. If you struggle with decisions that you make, my challenge to you is to immerse yourself in the light. Immerse yourself in the light. There's a two, there's another aspect to this, a two parts to this. I wish I had more time. But the other part of this is just simple repentance. I could spend a whole nother message on that. 
repentance part. Next week. Thank you, Carol. All right. Praise the Lord. She's going to be here. Bring a friend. Bring your family. When you immerse yourself and you repent, repentance and immersion, when you do these two things over and over and over again, your behavior has no choice but to change. Because conviction, true conviction comes. Not the conviction of, I know that I'm not supposed to do this, and this person said I'm not supposed to do this, and I know that they're judging me, and then that person judging me. No, 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 that's not conviction. Conviction comes from the Holy Spirit. Conviction comes because the presence of God loves you so much that you begin to go, no, I need to love him back. So repentance and immersion, those two things over and over and over again, repentance and immersion, repentance and immersion. And what that does is you learn that you need, you need his light. <laughs> you need his light. You can't do this without it. And once you know you've got that, guess what? You become the light. You become the light to those around you. You become the light of this world. You become the answer for so many others because you realize that what you possess is what came from Christ himself. He gave it to you because you are his child. And because you are his child, you have what he has. My son does not have to ask me to go get water in our house. He does not have to ask me to get food in our house. He has to ask me about sugar. Can't have sugar. That's going to go crazy. But he doesn't have to ask me, can I make myself a sandwich? Go make yourself a sandwich, boy. Please get that off my list. He doesn't have to ask me. Hey, are you going to pay the electricity bill this month? Are you going to pay the water bill this month? He's not even thinking about that. You know why? Because we got it covered. You don't have to think about God providing for you when you understand that he's already got it covered. You simply have to walk in the light. joining us this week. Our vision is to plant churches that are life-changing. If you would like to support our ministry, you can easily do so by visiting our website, PursuitCC.com. Also, follow us on all social media outlets by using at PursuitCC. Thank you and God bless.